welcome. Glad to have you with us. Seven minutes after 10, 10 o'clock. All right, let me uh, let me just jump into this whole uh, Trump uh, kerfuffle because I I think he was inarticulate as he often is, and and I don't think he was wrong. I actually don't think he went far enough. Uh, he was at a rally in South Carolina. He recalled a conversation with an unnamed head of state about how he'd respond if a NATO member that hadn't spent enough on defense was attacked by Russia. One of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? Mr. Trump told the crowd, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? The former president said he replied, no, I would not protect you. In fact... I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. Well, everybody's upset about this. Democrats are upset about it. The Republicans are upset about it. Everybody's upset about it. So let's first clarify what his real message was. He was not, uh, you know, his message wasn't go attack a NATO nation. His message was, if you're a member of NATO, pay your bill. Kick in what you're supposed to. That was his message. It, it was inarticulate. It was clumsy. But it was right. You want us to pay the, the lion's share of the money to protect you. This is a European problem, not a North America problem. Then you better pay your fair share. I don't disagree with Trump on that. I think he was absolutely right. I think it was, like I said, clumsily uh, explained. But it's, you know, it's right. It, it, what We've been hoodwinked with NATO for decades and decades. You know, right from the get-go, we were hoodwinked. It, the amount you pay was based on the strength of your economy. And, of course, we have the strongest economy in the world. So we're paying more to protect European nations for a, Euro for a European problem than the European nations are. That's ridiculous. It was socialist right from the get-go. And a disadvantage to us. And as I pointed out in the past, when the Soviet Union collapsed, so NATO should have collapsed. This problem then would not exist. Because we wouldn't be looking to put missiles on the, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, on the edge of uh, Russia. And he wouldn't be responding to that threat. But we we didn't disband NATO. We kept it. And now we're sending billions of your dollars uh, to a third world country that has nothing to do with our own national security. And arguing all the while, oh, we have to do this. Otherwise, they'll attack a NATO nation. It's because we're doing this. It's because NATO exists that he feels threatened, Putin. I don't like Putin. I don't want anybody to make the mistake of, of thinking, well, Gary must like Putin. No, no, I don't like Putin. I'm not a big fan of the Ukraine either. I don't see where it's our problem. I see where that's Europe's problem. And they ought to cough it up. Take what it, you know, take whatever money it takes, it costs. And use it to protect yourself. 
And his message, like I said, it, it, it really, he didn't go far enough. What he should have said was, we're not going to send any more money to NATO. This is your problem. We're done. Uh, I like the idea that uh, if, according to Donald Trump, you're going to give money to a third world, or to, to some other country, that it's a loan. But again, I would have gone further. He's much closer to right than any of the uh, Democrats and most of the Republicans. It should at least be a loan. But I don't even think I would go that far. I don't think the government has the authority to take your money and loan it to anybody. Rand Paul, I think, had the right idea. But vilifying Trump for these comments without really looking at what his message was, I think is a mistake. I think he had the right message. It just, in his usual inarticulate and clumsy way, he made it sound worse than it is. Just saying. All right, uh, speaking of uh, Donald Trump, and there's a, a great piece uh, from J uh, Jonathan Turley about his enemies. He's got some really great enemies. They are just collapsing by the wayside. It's, it, it's amazing how many of the people who have attacked Donald Trump have ultimately gotten in trouble themselves. And, uh, and, and Fonnie Willis is, you know, right along with him, she is in a pickle. Uh, we've got a, 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 a news report on that we're going to play after the break. But uh, Turley says, uh, in Georgia, the case against Trump is floundering as allegations mount against F uh, Fannie Willis and her uh, intimate relationship that uh, apparently uh, they've, you know, profited from this personally. If true, uh, if the allegation is true, the continuation of Willis and Wade in the case is untenable. Various defendants being prosecuted in Georgia accused of false statements and filings in court. So, and, and we'll give you an update on that in, in just a minute. But he goes on to say, calls for the removal of Alvin Bragg in New York, accused of being lax on crime, uh, despite his uh, determined effort to, to convict Trump. His critics, James Comey, was found to have removed FBI material after Trump fired him, giving it to a friend who leaked it to the press. A former Andrew, a former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who attacked Trump for his treatment of women, was forced out for sexual harassment. Michael Avenatti was sentenced to a long prison term for fraud and other crimes. Robert Menendez, who voted for Trump to be convicted in the Senate, is now under indictment for corruption. Even in the arts, Trump's uh, critics uh, have fallen from great heights. Kathy Griffin, who has not only become persona non grata after her glory, gory depiction of a beheaded Trump, but she is now beseeching people to buy tickets for her languishing comeback tour. Alec Baldwin, who scathingly played Trump, uh, has been criminally charged after shooting a movie crew member. And, of course, it's fair to note that some of Trump's allies have fared uh, pretty badly, too. 
But the point is that a lot of Trump's enemies are in a lot of trouble. This latest Fannie Willis uh, breaking story is curious. We'll play a news report on it right after this. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 1019. Glad to have you with us. 874-9390. The toll-free number is 800-529-5572. We're talking about Donald Trump and his uh, his enemies and, uh, you know, what's, you know, the, so many of them have gotten in trouble themselves uh, that it's, it's, um, it's just amazing. I mean, it's, it's like he's got the worst... He's got the best luck with bad enemies because they they all seem to cross the line. Uh, so this is a a news report. And uh, what was the is this um, mornings now or something? I can't remember the name of the of the program. Um, it is from uh, News Nation. Yeah, from News Nation. All right. So uh, here is the uh, the News Nation report on the Fannie Willis thing in Georgia. And if that falls apart. That's probably his biggest threat. Um, he, he just may come out unscathed at the end. Here we go. We're also learning new information this morning about Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis and her affair with a member of the team prosecuting former President Donald Trump. Republican lawmakers say several whistleblowers are eager to come forward and testify that Willis misused state and federal funds. Now an emergency hearing is scheduled for this week. News Nation's Elizabeth Pran joins us live from Atlanta. Elizabeth, what do we know about these whistleblowers? Any idea who they are? Yeah, no, we don't know who they are. We, we did hear from the lawmakers on Friday, and they told us that they have these whistleblowers. They tell us that they have quite a few of them who are eager. So two things working against the DA, not only the state lawmakers with those alleged whistleblowers, but also lawyers say they have proof that she was lying before uh, this this trial or this these allegations ever began. So Ashley Merchant is the prosecuting attorney here. She claims that the affair with special prosecutor Nathan Wade began long before this racketeering case. And she says that's contrary to an official affidavit just about a week ago from Willis. So she writes in part, this is a motion that was filed on Friday. Since Willis and Wade were not forthright about their relationship in the first instance, there is no reason to believe they are telling the truth now. So Merchant represents Michael Roman. He is one of the co-defendants with former President Donald Trump. She says she has a paper trail to prove it. She says she has plane tickets. She has bank statements. She says she has documents documents that claims Will, Wade has billed Willis at least $728,000 in legal th- fees so far. The DA's office is obviously trying to dismiss the evidentiary hearing that you mentioned. That's scheduled for this Thursday. But pressure is growing on her by the day. We are hearing from State Senator Bill Cowsert. He is spearheading that that he has multiple employees who are eager to take the stand. He met with reporters on Friday saying, you lose the confidence of the public in the fairness of our criminal justice system if they think prosecutors are engaging in prosecution so their lovers can get rich and they can share the benefits of that. He went on to say this is not a witch hunt, but Marquita's investigation is falling up and down party lines in uh, the state Senate here, uh, state Congress rather. And I will say that this panel does not have the power to remove the DA, but they do have the power of the purse because obviously the district attorney's office is funded by the state. So there is quite a lot at risk here. I mentioned that evidentiary hearing is scheduled for this Thursday. Well, that 
you know, if if they can um, if they can make the case, uh, Fannie Willis and her uh, boyfriend or paramour uh, are out. If if they can somehow drive them out um, by uncovering malfeasance as they uh, threatened in that news report, then Trump's biggest threat disappears. Yeah, he's still got to deal with New York, and and I understand the financial threat to all that. But I I think he he prevails there at some point. I I think that uh, you know he may lose in this courtroom, but somewhere down the road it will change. Uh, and if he wins the White House, then all the federal cases dry up just like that. Good enemies, good enemies to have. Biden and his uh, his polling numbers they continue to to plummet and uh, when you compare them to Trump's numbers I am just Brian I just cannot believe that Democrats are going to continue to promote Biden as their candidate well things are so good right now uh, how could you not vote for Joe Biden I mean everywhere you look things are just it's utopia yeah i yeah. mean i i don't know about you except for those nasty little uh, bottles of uh, uh, sports juice and and yeah the, m&ms yeah the, the, you just find it at the wrong store those those stores are greedy and they're yeah you know yeah those are those are you, you didn't know. get the dnc memo did you apparently not uh, apparently they some people do get a memo, and you, you there's, well, now you're laughing, but there's... I there's, am laughing, because as soon as that special counsel report came out, uh, the Democrats were in panic mode, and... Now, now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're going to suggest that uh, somebody sent out a memo, and that they're all reading from the same page. Yes, that's exactly oh, what... That's ridiculous, Brian. They... They are all independent thinkers on the left, okay. and they and they and they know how to, you know, intuitively how to communicate their message. There's no no evidence no whatsoever uh-uh. that they're colluding. That no. they come up with a one page uh, response. No, uh-uh. yeah, let's yeah. do a little report on that. All right, let's if, do that. If let's you're correct. Let's look. You're left to wonder why this report spends time making gratuitous and inappropriate criticisms of the president. Former Attorney General Eric Holder said the report, quote, contains way too many gratuitous remarks. The gratuitous remarks, the gratuitous comments, they're saying it's gratuitous. We certainly agree that it's gratuitous. The gratuitous comments in the report and the gratuitous comments in the report are troubling and they're inappropriate. Reality is that report, that part of the report does not live in reality. It just doesn't. So the special counsel is lying about the president's It is, it is, it was gratuitous. Uh, It is unacceptable and it does not live in reality. That is just the facts. The comments that were made by that prosecutor, gratuitous, inaccurate, and inappropriate. Well, uh, it's a coincidence, Brian. I'm sure that's that all. Is I don't just know what I was thinking. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, I... I should have listened to the master. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> there's, they, they don't know. They're not all off. You know, there's no... It's just a coincidence. Cheat sheet that they they're use, all reading yeah, off of. Okay. It's just, yeah, they're all... Coincidentally, using the same word. Oh, Lord. 
All right, uh, 874-9390, toll-free 800-529-5572. Um, Trump versus Biden on issues and qualities. His, his numbers just keep tanking. It's just amazing. They've got to, they, they can't be this naive. I'm, I am thinking that Gavin Newsom is ultimately going to get the uh, nomination for the Democrats. Not that I think he's, you know, that he's necessarily electable outside of a few leftist states. But I don't, I don't see how they can keep promoting this guy. It will be a wild convention if that happens. Uh, yeah. Oh, my. Uh, let's go to the phone. Fo- well, it, it's happened before. Didn't Ronald Reagan judge her, uh, challenge uh, Gerald so, Ford? Yes. Yeah. Uh, David is on in Perry. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I'm yeah, well. watching Joe Biden is watching a trailer for the uh, Walking Dead. Uh, my my uh, thing was about the Fannie Wills thing. My biggest question: How come she's not in jail for embezzlement or anything like that? Because this has been weeks on hand that people have known about this, and she's still out and getting away with everything. I don't get that. Well, some auditor or prosecutor in the state of Georgia is going to have to uh, wrap up an investigation and see if they got the goods to, to make it stick. But, it, you know, certainly uh, she and her boyfriend are profiting, uh, and I think they'll be able to prove it. And according to that news report that we played, there are people willing to come forward uh, to, I, to testify. Yeah, I, can, I can hardly wait to see the perp walk on that one. Yeah, yeah. Of the perp waddle. All right, David, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Gary, good morning. Hey, Gary. You know, you talked about uh, how everybody uses the same word. Do you remember back when it was President Bush, and what was the term they used for him? Uh, Demitas or something like that? There was one word that every new... Gravitas. Yeah. Gravitas. Gravitas. Yeah. And every, every... Every other station, everything had that on, and all at the same time. So you go, huh, I wonder how that be. Did they all look up the same word on the same night, or what? Yeah, it's just coincidence. Uh, I'm sure it is. You know, could, <laughs> could definitely be. Yeah. Anyway, uh, all right. take care. Thanks, Gary. Glad, glad to have you on the Gary Nology. Yeah, it's just coincidence, people. You're reading too much into this. I mean, just, just suggest that a memo goes out. And say, if you're asked about Joe Biden's mental capacity, say this. That's absurd. Yes, that it was a gratuitous attack. You shouldn't have. <laughs> oh, boy. Trump v. Biden on the issues and on qualities. Securing the border and controlling immigration. This, there's, there are two of these that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take out of order. Uh, and this is one of them. On securing the border and controlling immigration... Trump over Biden, 57 to 22 uh, percentage of voters. Uh, 57% think Trump will do a better job. 22% believe Biden will do a better job. But further down in this um, polling data, they ask another question. Treating immigrants humanely and protecting immigrants' rights. All right, you'll be surprised. We'll tell you in a minute just how that one turned out. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network.
This is the Gary Nolan Show. 1035, there's polling data out showing that most, most Americans, uh, by a margin of 57 to 22%, believe that Donald Trump will do better at securing the border and controlling immigration. Only 22% think that Biden will do it better. 57% think Trump has the edge. He will take care of the immigration problem. But down at the other end of this list uh, is treating immigrants humanely and protecting immigrant groups or immigrant rights. And there they give Biden the edge uh, at 48 percent to Trump's 31 percent. Either you want to control immigration or you don't. I don't know how you can say he'll do better, but he but, you know, but it will make uh, immigrants unhappy. It'll it'll make them uncomfortable. And you don't want that? Well, make up your mind. We had a long discussion last week about immigration. And I pointed out, and I showed the studies, talked about the uh, details, uh, that immigrants create more jobs than they take. Uh, they, they're much more likely in the first and second generation to be entrepreneurs. Disproportionately greater numbers creating jobs. Um, immigration is good. But at the same time, we got to know who's coming in. We got to know if, uh, you know, you're typhoid Mary or if you're uh, a terrorist with a, a plan to, to kill innocent Americans. Uh, we have a right to, to do the best we can to screen those people. After that, let them come. Let them come in. Let them work. On dealing with the economy, they give uh, Trump the edge. 55% to 33%. On dealing with crime and violence, they give him the edge, 50 to 29%. Makes me wonder what, you know, between 50 and 29%, uh, where's the other uh, 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 21% or whatever? Where, 50, 70, where's the other uh, 31%? Where, are they just unsure? Being competent and effective, 48% edge uh, to Trump. Uh, 32% think Biden gets the edge. And that, that I find uh, troubling. I think there's a little cognitive dissonance here. Uh, how can you think that Joe Biden would be more competent? At what? Eating I, ice cream. That's about it. And that's what he should be doing. He should be sitting on a beach chair on the oceanfront in Connecticut eating his ice cream. He certainly is not qualified to be president of the United States. Frankly, I don't think he was qualified even before his mental decline, which was considerably earlier than the election. When, when he ran, when he decided to throw his hat in the ring, he was already mentally declining. On improving America's standard in the world, 47% give the edge to Donald Trump, 36 to Joe Biden. Uh, having the necessary mental and physical health to be president, 46% Trump, 23% Biden. couple of questions for you. As you're listening to me, I want you to think about this, uh, and I'd, I'd, I'd be curious to get your opinion. Number one. Does anybody think Donald Trump's age is a problem? 
If you want to call on that, uh, you don't have to elaborate. It'll be a lightning survey. Does it, because that's what the, uh, by the way, that's what the media and the Democrats are doing now. They're, they're highlighting any mistake that Trump makes and using that to compare to Biden. You know, well, he referred to Nancy Pelosi. You know, whatever mistake that that uh, Trump made, that becomes the issue, uh, the defense for Biden. I don't think it's as big a problem as they would have you believe. I I, I don't I don't think Trump is in the kind of shape that Biden is. But is there anybody concerned with Trump's age? Next question for me, and I'm, I'm going to combine this in the survey, Brian. I'll do them both at once. All right. What is the number one issue for you? What is the most important issue in this election for you? You're going to vote one way or the other. It's because of mostly one issue. What is it? 874-9390-800-529-5572. I can tell you right now, the reason I'm going to vote the way I vote is the national debt. Uh, I don't think either party is worried about it. I think it is the biggest threat the country faces. Uh, And so uh, I'm going to vote on that. There are a couple of other issues that fall in behind that, including our freedoms, etc. But the national debt, nobody's doing anything about it. It's the biggest threat. That's what's driving me. What do you perceive to be the biggest threat, and are you concerned about Donald Trump's age? I'm not asking you if you're concerned about Joe Biden's age. I think anybody that's listened to him or watched him in the last three or four years is concerned about his age. But what about Trump? 86% of adults say Biden is too old for a second term. What about Trump? All right, let me go to Gary. Good morning, sir. How are you? I am good. All right, so so are you concerned about Trump's age? Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. It's no question. Uh, He's in cognitive decline. I'm not no Democrat shill. But he's, he's going to be the same age Biden is now in his last year of the presidency. And within three days of him getting the nomination locked up for Republicans, they're going to put a young person in. And then it becomes the issue. If you're a Democrat, you kick Biden to the curb because of his age. And then you can attack Trump on his. So... All right, so so you're you are concerned about Trump's age. Next question, then I'll let you go. Just a just a simple answer. What is the number one issue driving you to the polls? And debt and border. Debt, debt, debt is the number one thing. Then and then the border after that. All right, Uh, Gary. Thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Steve, are you worried about Trump's age? No, I'm not. Not at all. Uh, all right. Not compared to Biden. Nope. Yeah, I think there's a world of difference there, but okay. Uh, it, yeah, really, literally. But uh, the next question is, what's driving you to the polls? What will make you vote? Illegal immigration. Illegal immigration, even more than the border, or even more rather than the debt. 
I think the debt's a concern, but it, it, it's been that way for eons. And I know it's going up. I, I just don't. I don't see it getting any better for some reason. I, I don't know anybody can fix it. I just don't. All right, Steve. Thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, TT, is that right? TT. That's correct. Uh, all right. Uh, are you concerned about Trump's age? Not necessarily. I think his cognitive ability is pretty good at this point. It's not even close between him and Biden, but they're going to make it close in the media. Yeah, they'll try. Uh, but I think anybody who watches the two of them will know the difference. Next question is, what drives you to the polls this time? What will do it? What's the issue? Border security. Border security. All right. TT, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Wow, that's, you know, from my perspective, I guess, uh, that's second, but I understand. Garland, good morning. Uh, this is a, a lightning survey, so it does not count as a second call for the day. Are you concerned about Trump's age? Positively, absolutely, hell no. Oh, you fooled you fooled me there. You you started in one direction, and I thought, oh no, he doesn't uh, sound like he's certain about it. Uh, d, d, yeah, there's some ambiguity in his yeah. answer, but that's all right. Uh, next question: What's driving you to the polls, Carlin? What's the big national, issue? National security, and that includes border fixing the damn border. Fixing the damn border. All right, Garland, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I have no choice. The clock is ticking. Uh, this is when we uh, have to take a break, but we're going to come back and grab your calls. Go to GaryNolan.com. Send me a message. Two questions. Are you concerned about Trump's age? We're all worried about Biden's. And two, what is the number one issue in this election for you? Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. Lightning survey, and it is, are you concerned about Trump's age? And uh, second uh, question in this lightning survey is, what's driving you to the polls? <laughs> one smart Alex sent one, sent a, a very, uh, a, well, I would argue a humorous message. Uh, it says, I'll tell you what's driving me to the polls, inflation. Because of inflation, I have to go out and be a pole dancer to make ends meet. Clever. Uh, Kyle says, I hear you on the debt. Problem is Congress will continue to do what they do. So uh, taking the economy out of the equation... I'm voting for the person to continue fighting back against the deep state and corrupt media. And apparently Kyle does not have a problem with Trump's age. I, I will tell you right now, I don't either. I, I think Trump is in, his faculties are intact. Uh, you just, you cannot compare him and Biden and not walk away going, oh, how the hell did we get Biden? Uh, Mike, good morning. Uh, are you concerned about Trump's age? No, I'm not. Um, I mean, we all know a 90-year-old feisty woman. You know, I don't think the age is part of it. I agree with your last statement. He's he's with it. President Trump's he's sharp. Yeah, I don't think he's he's dim diminished uh, in his uh, mental faculties. Uh, no, I, I agree with you. What drives you to the polls? What's the number one issue for you? Oh, border security. And and honestly, I mean, and I think you've said it in the past, too, but if we get border security back under control, it's going to help debt. I mean, we're all going to be paying for all these people that are coming in. It's just, you know. Is, is, your, concern, our, is your concern that we're, these people that are coming in are getting free housing, food, health care, education, okay. medical, or is it that sure. they're coming in and going to work? I think it's all the benefits they're going to get. All the benefits, yeah. 
Yep. I it's, mean, think what it's taken just to take pick them up at the border and take them to New York or to Chicago. Oh, somebody's paying that bill. You know, and it, it's free. We're not even thinking about the iPhones and the iPads and the healthcare and what have you. Just moving all these people around. You know, I've always wondered, what do you think Texas would look like if Texas had never deported them? I mean, can you imagine if Texas would have held on to every immigrant in the last two years that illegally crossed? Yeah, they they'd have a, a huge population surge. I think part of the uh, part of the goal here is for the Democrats is, is to uh, bring these people in and hope that they vote Democrat so they can take Texas. It is a prize they have been after for decades. I, All right. I 100% agree. Good point. Thank you, Mike. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Brian, is, oh, wait a minute. Hang on, there we go. Brian is next. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am well. Do you uh, have any concerns about Trump's age? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You can tell the guy has it, and he's he's ready to go again. He's fired up, and he's ready to go again. Every mistake that he makes, every tiny little mistake that he makes between now and the election, the Democrats will repeat and say... Hey, look, Biden's okay. Trump makes these same mistakes, and and they will highlight them. Uh, what about the uh, the issue driving you to the uh, to the polls? What what will make you want to vote most? Everything that this administration has done, we had a taste of America and how it felt to be an American. That's been taken away from us. Well, there's not one it's- issue in particular. A lot of corruption. Corruption. A lot, All right. that, a lot of stuff that you can see that's going on that we don't think that we don't feel that it's right. And I think a lot of Americans are are getting are starting to wake up to what we're what what's going on. All right. To everything. Bri- Brian, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. Uh, <laughs> Mr. McGee, I don't think I even want to read your email. Uh, let's see here. What else? We had some other things that, uh, um, I'm going to, uh, to move on because I, I've got a couple other things that I'd like to talk about. Um, and, and not that I would, you know, want to, if you want to comment on this, great. We love to have you. I'll, I'll, I'll take your calls, but I want to talk about net zero. This carbon thing, uh, Wall Street Journal's got a great piece on it. Um, and they also have a piece about uh, Trump uh, or Biden not being able to count on Trump's unpopularity. Uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg. They, they, uh, they did a survey, Brian. Uh, I'll ask you uh, the answer and, and see... Just how difficult it is to come to the right conclusion. But we spent a bunch of money. A study reveals why people deny climate change. Um, why do you deny climate change, Brian? Uh, for one reason, uh, they've predicted uh, hundreds of times that the world was coming to an end with these catastrophic uh, weather events. And none of them have ever come true. And then I've heard the other side of the scientists saying that, you know, this uh, amount of 
what do you call the CO2, CO2 in the atmosphere is negligent. Yeah. Or ne- negligible. Neg- negligible. Thank you. <laughs> it's not easy to say at this hour. But yeah, 0.04. Yeah, they're just hyperventilating over a nothing issue to try to control people's, the way people, you know, get around. Excuse. It's an excuse for more power and to redistribute wealth. Yes, pretty much. That's pretty much what it's about. Professor suspended after refusing to grade students based on race. Uh, that's coming up in the next hour as well. Uh, the while we're talking about Biden and Trump, Wall Street Journal. The low approval rating and various political headwinds for President Biden have invited comparisons with another first-term Democrat, President Jimmy Carter, and the challenge he faced running for re-election in 1980. A lot of Republicans are thinking about his uh, defeat at the hands of Ronald Reagan's bullish... uh, uh, that uh, Donald Trump also has. uh, And, uh, well... There are some huge differences between Trump and Reagan. I will tell you right now, Reagan was a much better communicator. He just was. I, I know you guys think he's going to... I get confused sometimes when I hear Biden, um, you know, speak. I think it's Reagan sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, in this case, uh, a lot of Republicans think that Trump and Reagan are similar. <laughs> They're not. Reagan had more class and was a much better communicator than Donald Trump. I know he's the, you know, the candidate du jour. Reagan was hands, it it just way better. Um, But, you know, if the Democrats think that because Donald Trump was unpopular at the end of the term. And and I know there are people out there who don't believe that's true. They think that Donald Trump uh, lost the election because people were um, cheating at the election. Well, one way or the other, they, they the, the Democrats, cannot rely on this dislike of Donald Trump to get them through this election cycle. I am, I'm telling you right now, I'm thinking Gavin Newsom is going to step in. I'm thinking right now there is so much tumult over the prosecutor's uh, case uh, and, and reason for not charging Donald, uh, Joe Biden uh, in, in the uh, top secret documents case uh, that I think it's inevitable. I just don't see how they could be this foolish. I know they're saying this quietly. I know they're saying it to each other. They'll get in front of the camera and say, oh, it's no big deal. Biden's fine. But behind the scenes, they know he's not. And if they think, well, he's more popular than Donald Trump because Trump's more abrasive, that ain't going to get him into the White House. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show.